1: 70 years combined experience this
2: is the bob ryan and jeff goodman podcast nba some college a little
1: bit of everything you know what can i say but it wasn't going to happen here with him i was okay with it because it wasn't about talent i didn't think all right let's get right to
0: it hey everybody happy new year let's get to it 2023 bob ryan jeff goodman tag way along for the ride podcast as we talk about the nba driven by bet online as Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season, check them out. Bet Online. Okay, guys, let's get to it. Lots of offense going on right now, Bob Ryan. <laughs> well, I mean, my word.
1: Know, I'm working a few- on a story on that, guys, and uh, it's it's really fascinating. Um, uh, the the, uh, the thought that some of the stuff uh, and basically, I'm going to tell you a sneak preview. Yeah, uh, 25 years ago, we were in a basketball ice age. A quarter century ago, it was. If scoring hundred was a big deal. Right. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. It was awful. Anyway, this is this is if you like big box car numbers, this is the week for you.
0: you know? Oh, it's incredible. I mean, Donovan Mitchell was seventy one in the Cavs overtime win over yeah. Chicago, one forty five to one thirty four. Giannis had fifty five to beat Washington. Clay Thompson had fifty four. And is the offense getting better, Bob, or does does the defense well, suck? I
1: think I think they no, actually, I, I I think the offense is is getting uh, tougher to deal with. It, everybody can shoot, you know, the three now, and um, everybody quote unquote, you know, it's everybody a,
2: does shoot the three. Now. It's
1: the currency, and and um, it, it it has had a big difference. Tempo. I think coaches that want to move it up the floor that was the problem twenty five years ago. I used to say that we had a bunch of coaches in the league who were happier when they didn't have the ball than when they did, and and now I really believe that to be true. Uh, we don't have that anymore. We don't have that's gone. Um, so it's a it's an up tempo, uh, offensive minded league. Uh, I, I, I just uh, by the way, hidden in the in the bullrushes there, is my guy Demar Derozan had forty four in that losing effort. He actually made a couple of threes, Jeff. He was two for six.
2: Good for You're Demar. Doing. Good for Demar. He's he, he's he's adapting.
1: And then the uh, the dark horse MVP candidate Joel Embiid had forty two in a, uh, the same night. Nobody talks about that. Dodger at 39. It's like, you know, what's the matter with you? You know, that same night. <laughs> so uh, it's it's definitely an offensive era. Uh, there's no question. Uh, of course, now, you know, you, you got to play a little bit better defense than the Celtics did last night. We understand that. So, guys, I want to tell you something. When I, it was the first thing I thought of when I saw that score. I've been here before. Are you ready for this? Go ahead. On March 9th, 1979, in the Silverdome, the final score was lost, It was Detroit Pistons, 160, I said s-i-x-t-y boston celtics won 17 that sound familiar kevin porter had 32 points and 25 assists and and i and uh, by the way for people who don't know uh and i had to keep reminding myself kevin porter jr is not related to that kevin porter kevin porter jr was from seattle washington as jeff well knows which has become a real hotbed uh, of, of, of basketball uh high school and uh His father was indeed a basketball player, but not the one you think of. Okay. Um, But in my everlasting memory, guys, of that night in Silverdome was the coach of the Pistons doing this bit, leading the cheers, rousing the crowd the whole night, Dick Vitale. (laughs) (laughs) It was really, it, it was on a road trip in which the Celtics were humiliated twice. They also got blown out in New Orleans. And gave up like 140, and I remember standing next to John Y. Brown after the game, asking him, asking me, "What's wrong with us?"
2: <laughs> so, how many? How many years was Vital a? Um, he was only. It was like three or four years, right? No, no, not even attention. that.
1: Not even that. Who? A year and a, a half, years? I think. A year and a half, and and uh, um, he, he he was relieved in mid, you know, in the midst of a season. What uh, did
0: you? Well, I want to know what you told John Y. Brown
1: uh you i think i told him you're not very good that was they (laughs) weren't
0: and that's why Um, bob ryan's in the hall of fame
1: no (laughs) really i mean it was i couldn't get that but he was like his little mirror doesn't talk to him in the tunnel after after that new orleans fiasco anyway so 150 to 117 does not set a record for the celtics in humiliation 160 to 117 does now one other thing about last night's game five guys in double and 20 points okay I have only seen that personally twice in all my career in the NBA. That's really, twice before that. That's very, 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 very rare. Yeah. The first one I saw was in was uh, in the early '70s. The Celtics beat the Bullets on a night when there was an usher strike. I remember the ushers were in strike at Boston Garden, and and the starting five, which was predictable, uh, you know, w- 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 got and Don Chaney was the one who you didn't expect to get 20, but the Duck had 20 that night. That's one of the times. The other one that I saw was in the 1984 Western Conference Finals. The Suns beat the Lakers in L.A. And if you can name the starting five, Jeff Goodman. (laughs) Uh, um, Okay, it was Alvin Adams, Larry Nance Sr., Walter Davis, Kyle Macy. I'm forgetting the fifth myself. I have to
0: look. Walter back. Davis. I forgot about Walter Davis. It's a good team. Very that was good. A it was a good team. It was a good team.
1: I'm forgetting something very obvious, but that was the team. And, and uh, uh, against... oh, oh, Maurice Lucas. Oof, you played boy. for the you Suns. Got Maurice Lucas. Yeah, Maurice I, Lucas. I totally forgot so that. Uh, that 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 was the five that beat the Lakers that night in LA.
0: I remember. Lu- Didn't Lucas go to the Lakers after Portland? Yeah, he played for the
1: Lakers. In fact, he involved in a famous brawl in an exhibition game with the Celtics. I Forget who was a, who was this combatant, but the Celtics went out there to play an exhibition game or two, and they got into a brawl. This is the peak of the you know
2: Bird era. All right, let, get getting back to now, the Donovan back, Mitchell. Back to this second. this team, Do, Bob. How how much credit are we giving Donovan Mitchell for this seventy one? Because there were a few things at play here, right? Number one, this was not a regulation game, right? I mean, he yeah. still had fifty eight. In regulation, he still had a hell of a game. I think yeah. fifty-eight. No, is that right? I don't know. What do you have in regulation? I don't know. I think it was. I think he's fifty-eight. Um, but well, number number one in regulation, um, he missed the free throw at the end of the game, and and clearly uh, oh. stepped over the 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 free throw line. They didn't call it. Whatever. Who cares? But, now, but I guess my my bigger my bigger take on this is these numbers right now, how insane they are. You know, this is one of this is the eighth highest scoring output of all time, right? Wilt had, I believe, six of the top ten. Uh, Kobe, yeah, as I mean, we know,
0: had eighty-one Kobe, back he in, in two thousand. I wrote him down, Jeff. He, I mean. Wilt, Kobe, David Thompson, David Robinson, and Elgin Baylor are all seventy plus. Okay. Right. So this is the eighth highest,
2: but but again, not a regulation game. Number one, number two. I'm looking at it now, and, and the scoring, like you said, it, in 2006 when Kobe did the, put up his 81. The average points per game in the fifty
0: eight in regulation. Jeff, you were right, fifty eight in regulation. Okay. Yeah.
2: So Kobe in 2006, the league was averaging 97 points a game. Bob, yeah, you know what they're averaging right now?
1: 100
2: and what? Ten. 113.8. That is yeah. a record. That is three points higher than a year ago. Believe it or not. So how much? Putting into perspective, obviously it was an incredible night, and I love Donovan Mitchell. So I don't want to disparage him in any single way. I've known Donovan since he was a kid. And, in fact, he. Called, I remember him calling me, coming out of Louisville. <laughs> he called me and said to me, basically, I'm not sure if I'm going to put my name in for the draft. This, this was in huh. 2000, yeah, 2017. He really wasn't sure because at that point, he was kind of a fringe first-rounder. I think Rick Pitino was even trying to convince him to come back to school. He went 13th. Uh-huh. Um, you know, behind – I mean, Dennis Smith went ahead of him. Remember, uh, the Knicks took uh, our boy Frank Nitalikina, uh eighth that year. Imagine <laughs> if they had taken Donovan Mitchell, they would have been in pretty good shape right now. They wouldn't have needed to uh, dra- uh, trade for or, or sign Jalen Brunson. But I guess, Bob, try to put it in perspective here of its s- yeah. historical significance.
1: Yeah, well, no, you do. You always have to you always should. No matter any when any of these things come up, you should understand that. No, I think your point is well taken. Anyone should understand that. We're in an inflated offensive era right now. And 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 you know, things maybe it'll be a as we were in an ice age a quarter of a century ago. Well, I mean, do you like it? I, I'm happier with this than I was with the other one. Oh, there's you know?
0: no doubt. There's I can remember, no question.
1: I can remember, you know, there were two finals in a row, so ninety seven and ninety eight. The this Bulls beat the Jazz twice in a row, two six-game series. Uh, the numbers, I'm going to find them. I, I'm sorry, uh, they were that bad,
2: right? right? They it were was, awful.
1: It was horrible, and, uh, and nobody was scoring hundred. And back we had a game. Remember that? there was a 96-54 game. Remember that against the Jazz, Bob? Yeah.
0: Let me ask you something, Bob. When did, the three, when did the three officials come into play? You guys remember? I don't that? know exactly. I don't know exactly. That has something to do with it.
1: All right. Yeah, uh, yeah. So um we we you know we come. Anyway, so we had that era when nobody. I can remember having a conversation with two things come to mind here. One was uh, David Stern. We were we were all badgering David Stern during the finals about these abysmal low scores. And and you know what was he going to say? And he was saying, "Hey, you guys like baseball? You like a one nothing game, right? You know, it's something he was he was it was, was he was always easy, but he was always good to approach. The other here's an anecdote you'll love. So one during the Ice Age Knicks finals against the uh, Rockets and it, it's, it's sludge ball. It's awful. It's ugly. It's terrible to watch. It's horrible to watch. Riley has reinvented himself into, you know, into this thug ball thing, you know, with Charles Oakley and company. Yeah. So we're, we're on an off day of practice, uh practice in the middle of the finals. And Chuck Daly is a, a commentator for somebody on the, during this finals and people started hearkening back to the, Bad boy Pistons, who were of uh, that was only five years earlier. Okay, it's five six years earlier, and and saying well, that's where all got started. And he said, "Don't blame me, don't blame me." He said, "We led the league in scoring, which they did with hundred and five a game." Right. In, uh, and remember, they had an offensive team. The backcourt, you know, was one of. the uh, By the way, we have a, com- a competition for my my next statement: the greatest offensive backcourt in the history of basketball, three man, because the, the, the Warriors are making a bid for that honor right now, but. Uh, um anyway they you know that i say it thomas joe dumars they were offensive players lambier was good for 15 a game uh, mark McGuire, you know they had some offensive players anyway chuck daly going don't blame me no 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 you know so anyway that was that was that
0: but well, the, the, the the back- th- my 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 theory doesn't the hold. Refs, go ahead because in 88 1988 is a, it says when they started using three-man refs i didn't think it was that early but um you know i definitely think that there's a lot of officiating going on i don't know if they let it you know, I think they, people want offense, Jeff. I mean, the league wants offense. Well, you can't hand
2: check anymore. You can't. I mean, right. it, the rules have changed over the last few years. So you, you have that plus the the proliferation of the three-point shot and, and really right. getting to the highest level, like Bob said, where you've got Al Horford now jacking threes. You know, guys okay, like guys, that that never would have.
1: Guys, I got the numbers. You ready? In 1997 finals, won by the Bulls, four to two. One team broke 100. Jeez, Wow. Out of 12 opportunities. And that's crazy considering Six how great Jordan two. was. Under you know, you- 80, under 80 twice. And the game four was Utah 78, the Bulls 73 in the NBA Finals in 1997. And the next year, this is being the 25th anniversary year for that, 28, 78, 98, right? 77, this will be the 25th year. Um, And those finals, over 90 twice. That's it. Over well, I mean, twice. I'm, I'm looking at it now. They were averaging
2: making about four and a half to five threes a game. Right now,
0: the oh. average is over 12 threes a game. Right, right. And I also think in the finals, Bob, it, 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 I mean, your points well taken. It's It's obviously accurate. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see in this year's finals if how much the offense goes down, because as right. we all know, I mean, defense is played in the playoffs, especially the conference finals and in the finals. You start to see teams D up. It's not going to go down to seventy points a game, but <laughs> it'll be interesting how much the defense tightens up in the finals.
1: No question about it. it well, that's always the trend, but 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 still, the proportion, the relative, uh, relative oh, crazy. numbers. You know well, what we're talking look, let's about. Let's face
0: it. You know, I mean, basket. The players are more talented than ever. I mean, they are. I mean, and they're more, more talented than ever. I mean, I, I love my guys from the 70s, you know, Havlicek and Cowans, you know, they'd still have a role in today's game. But God bless Steve Kowarski, would he? <laughs> you know, I mean, let, you know, the guys today, their talent, Jeff, is off. I mean, Jeff, you must see it. You see kids at a 12, 13, 14 years old. The talent is off the hook. I, I do, but I also look and I say to myself, okay,
2: like, there's a kid, Lou Dort. On, on Oklahoma City, okay? Yes. And I remember yes. seeing him as a freshman. He only played one year at Arizona State. Couldn't shoot at all, at all. I mean, great defender. I thought he'd be, a, I remember seeing him in Vegas early in the year before anybody knew who he was and saying like, he's going to be an NBA player, but he can't shoot. Well, he, he in, in last night's game for Oklahoma City when they scored 150, he had 23 of the 150 and he was three for six from three. Right. And that's, I guess that's the difference, right? Is like everybody's got the ability to shoot the three, and the defenses obviously aren't as good. I mean, they're, they're just not that more of a premium. These guys understand their bread is buttered now. Even look, look at Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown used to be a great defender when he came in the league. He is not a great defender anymore. Right. He's yeah. a great defender when he wants to be. Sure. It, it defenses effort. Yes. Right. But, you and and know. just understanding that, you know what, you're not going to give a, a ton of of your time to defense if you know you're getting paid based on your offensive numbers. and And ultimately, that's where you're going to put most of your energy, time, and energy into. You know, some players have to defend, right? That's what they are. But there's very few of them now. There aren't as many Bruce Bowens in the no. league
0: anymore.
1: No, you're right.
0: No. Okay. And, and, and the league loves it. I mean, it's more popular than ever. People love offense. Okay. Uh, right, let me
1: just tell you uh, one thing. Right, I got numbers up to date numbers. Are you ready?
0: Yeah. Let it rip.
1: Through last night, there have been 75 uh, games uh, of a team scoring 130 points or more. 75 times a team has scored 130 points or that's
0: more. A, that's amazing.
1: 75 times. Teams have scored 140 in in the 140s. 16 times. They have now scored in the 150s three times. That's I'll be something. No, and the 130. 130s- you would have
2: thought? Again, if I had told you, and this can be a probably jumping off point to the Celtics a little bit here. Sure. If I had told you that Oklahoma City, right, would be one of those teams, number one scoring yeah. 150, you would have said I was crazy because you can't name most of the players on their team. And, and not then against that Boston. They would do it. They would do it against the Celtics. Again, I get they didn't have uh, Big Rob. Yeah. But they. They, they did have, again, Marcus Smart, the, the Defensive Player of the Year. Jalen Brown, considered a really good defender that, to me, isn't quite what he used to be. Derek White can guard. Al Hortford, still at his age, is one of the better defensive bigs. And then Tatum, who's known to be a pretty damn good defender
0: right now when he uh, wants over the pick. last couple of years. Yeah. Oh, I agree, Jeff. Uh, more on the Celtics coming up. Well,
1: There's one more... Tidbit, and I'm going to give credit to where I found it, and that's listening with the broadcast of the Denver game, the Telecast, excuse me, uh, Sean Grandy. So I don't know whether it was Dick Light, the wonderful statistician, that came up with this one. As of Monday night, that was the 12th. Uh, I, 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 he, he had it. It was 11 straight days going through January 1 where someone had scored 40 points or more in an NBA game. Imagine that. Right. Now we're up to 12. Obviously, with Mitchell, and, and we're up to thirteen after last night. Yeah. So, yeah. how's that?
0: There we go. And there, we've
1: never had—I can guarantee you—at the height of wiltness, at the height of that, never happened. You
0: Wildness. know,
1: this. That, uh, except for maybe him himself, right? You know? But that's it. We're talking about a variety of people. Well, not, it's not. Oh, the skill is, is amazing.
0: And 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 defense comes down to effort all and all during right. the so regular season. During the regular season, they're just not going to play as hard as they do in the ball. So here's
1: the gist of it all for anyone listening. Take the over.
0: Yeah. Good job, Bob. <laughs> Speaking of taking the over, Online <laughs> remains your number one source for all your sports betting. That decisions. wasn't the
1: setup, folks. I swear to God.
0: <laughs> that was a layup, Bob. You put it right in my hands, kid. Off the window and in. Everything from the NFL. You got the bowl season about ready to wrap up to esports. You always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any game imaginable. With the fastest and easy way to bet all your favorite league and events. Head to BetOnline.ag, that's BetOnline.ag, and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay. To the Celtics. I can't figure this team out. Uh, The Denver game. First, let's talk about that because you had Rob, the rim wrecker, uh, (laughs) and then we'll get to the Oklahoma city game last night, which was an embarrassment, but he wrecks the rim. And what I don't get Jeff is 40 minutes to fix it. Now, Celtic fans will say the Celtics had some momentum, that killed their momentum. Huh. They lost to Denver. Yeah, bye, they were bye, losing bye. that game anyway. Yeah, they, lost. they got what
1: they deserve. Yeah, right.
0: Crimea River. Right. But I don't understand why a rim wasn't immediately replaced. I I don't know. I, I mean, you would was, think they would they would be prepared
2: for these. Like like this happens in every arena. How
1: is how is there not trying to level it and fix it? Like, what do you guys? I couldn't doing? believe. No, there, it was. And, and of course, the only good thing about it was listening to Scal. scout was oh, hilarious. Okay. That, yes. was, that was the only good thing. Is hilarious. And boy, they had to fill 40 minutes. God love them. You know, no, they earned their God money. They fill night.
2: 40 by himself.
1: They yeah. earned their money, though, that night. No, you're totally right, Gary. There's no excuse for that. That's The league should, you know, they should face some kind of uh, sanction and punishment from the league for that. that, that that's unacceptable. There's fixed, no, no no way that anything like that should take 40 minutes in, in the year 2022.
0: I was all. like flabbergasted. They had the stupid Denver mascot out there. I'm like, what? I are know they that was. Go into the back room, pull one out, put up a new one, let's go. I mean,
1: I'm just thinking about babysitters. Oh my God, I'm thinking about all kinds of things. Seriously, you know, we've all parents. Yeah, all sure. there. I know. We've been there. And, you know, oh my Gotta God, go. babysitter, another hour. Okay,
0: so miles. I thought, okay, after the Denver game, because we've seen the Celtic team do this, and I thought, all right, so okay, see, they're going to come back. They're going to wax them. My God. I mean, Bob, I thought it was embarrassing. There was no defense. Oklahoma City went to the rim at will. They lost one fifty to one seventeen. Marcus got, got yanked. They just quit. It looked like to I mean, me that, they that quit. Was,
1: that's that is utterly unacceptable. Uh, uh, that that's a disgraceful performance against a media, uh, not even a mediocre team. A so, a team missing its only marquee player. Right. That's why, let's remember that. You know, the, you know, the one reason you might want to turn in to see the game was just see Guildus Alexander who's averaging thirty points a game. No, uh, no, it, there's no. This is bad. Now this is on. I don't say it's on Joe, but he's got to fix this. You can't, you know, it, 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 this is not good. If I'm if I'm Brad, I'm very upset. If I'm Rick and Steve, I'm very upset. That that's that's disgracing the uniform, what they did, frankly. And and um, um they're too good for this. This I don't know what's going on, but um now boy, I to say this. I'm really curious. And Dallas has never been a good place for them. Then Doncha kills them.
0: I know so this is
1: not, not exactly the place where they want to be going. I agree they, with you, Bob. That's what, of,
0: I saw Dallas next and I go, they're gonna go 0 three on this trip. I yeah. mean they may play their ass off they may play their ass off against Dallas and still lose Jeff.
1: Well they've got to come home and they're not gonna be the best record in the in the conference the way Brooklyn's playing. And uh you know,
0: it, guys, here's the thing.
2: A year ago, still about a year ago, is when they went they started going their run, right? And and yeah. everybody was telling them how bad they were, right, <laughs> how they couldn't play together, how they were a dead team, mediocre. They had that kind of you know, desire in 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 and what you know, the motivation to to flip it. Now I feel like they don't really have the motivation right. in their own minds because they're yes. just saying, oh, we got to get to the playoffs. It's one of those. I, I feel like for this team to some degree, it's like, just let us get to the playoffs and then we're going to turn on. And that is dangerous.
1: Oh, it's very dangerous. Well, that's – no, this is – it's a long – slug and and uh, well this is where Joe Missoula is going to earn his money let's face right. it he that's has to- the
0: problem I mean what do you think about that Jeff I mean you've known Missoula a long time I mean that's where I, I'm concerned where we understand you know may had issues they had to make a move there but this is where a guy like Ime, this was his strength yeah and he now- would have jumped him I mean he did jump him a yeah. year ago and it
2: worked you and- know yeah, we got to see what what buttons Missoula can push, number one, what what he's comfortable being able to do with this group. Because, you know, let's face it, this thing can't blow up in his face. This is his dream job. So he's got to be very careful, too, because he, he wants the permanent job. And the only way to get it is still to have the trust and belief and support of the players, number one,
0: because if you don't, you're going to be gone. And number two, you better win in the postseason. so they listen to him right now that's the thing i mean the dallas game is is pivotal as bob said to me
2: i don't think any of them are pivotal
0: well i'll let me i will say this because honestly
2: are we going to remember gary are we going to remember this stretch come playoffs we're not no no. well
0: i mean it depends on their seed but sure at least for me but when i say it's pivotal i think it's pivotal in in evaluating missoula i mean this is where a coach has to say okay we're going into dallas guys." You got to put in 110% effort. If they go out and lay another egg, to me, that's a reflection of the coach. You
1: No, know, it, it, it's going to start there.
0: And you know, it's, going
1: to, I mean, it's going to be a fair, it's going to start there. And it's going to be a fair question. And we all want to put, you know, we're all protective. I mean, I'm protective mentally of him. I, I want him to do well. Uh, he's in a precarious position, um, you know, and, 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 um, uh, you know I, I don't want it to blow up in his face in any way and well, so I'm not
0: everybody's rooting for the guy. Yeah that's
1: it. So you know that, I'm I'm looking at it from that point of view. I'm wondering I'm thinking as we're speak here, I'm just thinking about they got two you know uh wise old veterans. Can oh. they exert their influence on an Al and 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 the silent man and the guy who doesn't play but he's still around is Blake Griffin. You know I don't know whether you can exert any influence if you're not playing but you know he is a quality good person as far as I know. But we know what Al we've all sung Al's praises Al, big brother but does uh, Al talk? Does Al talk? That's yeah. the problem. Does
2: Al is Al gonna go up to Tatum or Jalen Brown and and get into him for I just that's not his personality? It's
0: not him. Not well, him. Not, I think I Al's
2: good. I think Al's good when things are going well. Listen, <laughs> no, I think Al's good no matter what as a teammate. I just don't know. He's he's fine as your like secondary leadership, but who is your leader right now? When, when you need somebody to step forward and jump these guys. Well, it's Marcus Smart. I really. going to That's I, who it's got to be. I was yeah. just going
1: to say that, yeah. It's, it, it. He's the personality. And-
2: he's got to. He's probably the guy, and has he matured into somebody that – now, he, here's the only thing I'm going to push back on you with, Gary. If I had told you that the Celtics, as of January whatever, 4th, as we're taping this right now, would be 26-12 and before the season, what would you have told me?
0: I – with the way they finished the season, I would have said – No, Robert Williams. No, well, I mean, no Robert Williams. You would have taken it. You would have taken it. Of course I would have taken it. But, of course, I would have taken it. But the problem is, is that you see what they can do, and maybe that's just maturity. Maybe that's, you know, the regular season versus the postseason – but I get frustrated. Look, I can understand they lost to Denver on the road. Fine, okay, it happens. But then to go out and lay an egg like they did against OKC, that worries me. So, I want to bring up another guy. Um, I'm sorry, Bob, you had a comment. Well, no, you're
1: so right about the Denver. The, I've seen that game. You know, I'm pulling a little—not rank with you guys, but I'm just pulling a little. You know, 53 years of watching sure. a, a rank. I've seen that game before. A, 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 a good, a nice, good team at home, having a good night. Uh, uh, you know, it beats you and and there's no disgrace involved. Uh, you could have played better, but but there's no, you know, they they deserve what they got. I've seen that game 100 times. Denver sure. played at one Denver –
2: Bob, Denver's got the best player on the floor. You yeah, know, and arguably. They, right? oh, I and, mean, and
1: God was, you know, you're right. They got the best player on the floor and they, got, and they can go a long way in the West. Yes. The West is set up for sure. anybody. So anyway, you're right. And then the next night, no. That's from like, I like, think like, this is crazy. First thing I thought of was that game that night in the silver dome, one sixty to one seventeen yeah. with Pitel leading the cheers. And and that, you don't you don't want to be the party, the second part on a night like that.
0: What about? I mean, I don't Jeff, I'll start with you because I, I don't know how well each one of you know this guy. What about um David on the bench? So I know Damon super well, like okay. really
2: well. Assistant coach. Uh, obviously, he went to Arizona. He went to Arizona <laughs> He coached in college for years. I've known Damon and and I really I mean I said this when it happened. Um, I thought Damon should have been the head coach and not Missoula. Right. But because Damon was so close to Ime Adoka, I think that's part of the reason he didn't get the job, to be honest. I think he was kind of a, you know, a victim of his own circumstance and his relationship with Ime. Um, But Damon, here's the thing with Damon. Damon has the respect of these guys because he played in the league. Right. He was a lottery pick in Toronto. You know, he's 5'10", and he made a ton of money in the league now that they probably don't remember him watching him play um but he was always able to to you know to me the expectations weren't weren't ever great for damon and he was able to to be a star at arizona then a first round pick and stay in the league for a long time so i think he's got more credibility more respect with the players because of that uh damon is a chill dude he's 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 pretty chill Um, I I just, yeah, I, I love Missoula, but personally, I was shocked that they didn't hire Damon Stoudemire because again, he's played in the league. He's been a head coach, albeit at Pacific university where he did a really good job in the WCC taking arguably one of the worst (laughs) programs In that league, and doing a really good job with them, and getting them in the top half of the WCC. So I, I was, and he's grinded out, guys. He started, believe it or not, he started his coaching career as a volunteer assistant, making nothing at Rice University. Then he was assistant for years at Arizona, his alma mater, at Memphis, a head coach at Pacific. So this isn't your typical hundred million dollar guy who doesn't want to work. He mm-hmm. does want to work. So I thought he paid his dues. And he was on the first row of the bench sitting next to email last year. <laughs> well, Joey was in the back row.
1: That was the, that is hilarious. <laughs> so, By the way, uh, Jeff, uh, just backing up one more time to your 26 and 12. Would you take it thing? You know, who would have taken it? Brad. It's, I heard it from his own lips. We want to tread water until we get Robert Williams.
2: Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying is like, I get it. How it went, Gary, change your expectation. Right. Because they were so good early. Um, uh, What I'll say is, I don't think anybody's going to remember this stretch. Maybe not. Every team has a stretch. Not every team, but almost every team has a stretch like this. The key is, are they going to be mature enough to be able to maybe second half of the year see the light at the end of the tunnel, see the playoffs, and say to themselves, you know what, we're not going to take games off now when we're on the court. Now, Tatum, Jalen Brown, to me, Gary, I think what you want to do is give them a little load management in the second half of the year. I, I really believe that. Even though they're young, I would still – Robert Williams, I wouldn't play him in a back-to-back. I would not play him in one
0: back-to-back this, the, the, this season. Well, okay, there's two points I want to make here because I do I do have a question about the Stodermythe thing. I, I, but in response to that, hopefully it's not too late because the East is loaded. Yeah. And if the Nets keep – if the Nets turn it on – I mean, we had Cleveland, you know, Cleveland would say, you know, who knows? I mean, you know, it's great that no, the they're Celtics, good. Cleveland's they're good. good. So yeah. my point is, is you think, yeah. okay, well probably going into the season, we thought, okay, it's the Celtics in Milwaukee. That's not the case anymore. You I mean, know, you, you got five teams that could take, you got four or five teams in the East yeah. that could take the Celtics out in the playoffs. So my concern, if they don't, if my concern is let's not get cocky fellas. No. Let's take care of business. And, I mean, Brooklyn's a half a game behind the Celtics right now. I know. A a game. That's why, you know, that's Came my out of point nowhere. is that they think they're going to coast into the, you know, load man. I understand what you're saying about load management, Jeff, but let's not take this for granted here and find ourselves going in as like the fourth or fifth seed. Well, you want the home court advantage. You're right. You, you want you the know, home court advantage. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I get it. I look, I understand. I'm o- I'm overreacting because of the game, the way it was played. I'm like, I my was, God, guys. But, but aren't you saying they're a game?
2: If they play their a game, is there a team that they should not beat, including
0: Milwaukee? Yeah, they should beat anybody in the league if they play their Brooklyn. a game. Right. All right.
1: One, but one adjunct to this, and I've been people ask me this question, and I honestly can't answer it. Are the Warriors in their head?
0: Well, that's a great question.
1: That's but are the Warriors
0: great... going to get to them anyway? I know well, if they ever.
1: Know, and what? I'm saying. But I'm just throwing it out yeah. there. No, yeah, Bob's it. right.
0: I think they are. I mean, Bob, I agree with you. That game, that was another game that I was, in, I was like, "What's going on?" You got to be up for these dudes. I "It's, a, it's it, Bob. It's legit." Uh, one question about Stoudemire, real quick. Do you think he can help Missoula through this? Um, do can I he be that? I can do he be the bad cop.
2: Well, I don't. I don't think Damon's like a bad cop. I don't think either one of them are a bad cop. Like. Ime at times was the bad cop. Like Ime, but but I think Damon will when he needs to. Yes. Okay. But that's not his personality either. Like I said, he he's pretty chill. Mizzouli's got more, probably a little more outward energy than 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 Damon. But here's what I will say: a lot of guys would have been pissed off, would have been out after they saw Joe Missoula get the job instead of them when they felt like they had earned it, right? Mm-hmm. And Damon's been unbelievable from all accounts, from the people I've talked to, in terms of just being a team That's guy. Good. Again, Damon could have been like the hell of it. I'm taking my ball and going home here. I'm not dealing with this shit. This guy came from the second row. He's done nothing. He, he was a head coach at Fairmont State, and and I, you know, I've been, you know, on the first row and, you know, played in the league and all that. So I think they work well together and can play off each other pretty well with the players remember damon has worked with marcus smart the last year plus right. and there's been a big big change in
0: marcus smart's game in the last year plus. obviously yeah so well he's very important i think damon stoudemeyer is very important to this team um bob i when i saw that zion was out for three weeks i was really disappointed and I know we're not doctors and what can we say, but this guy is so much fun in the game. He got hurt and he had 26 points, had a hamstring injury. So here we go again. Right. So he's out for three weeks. Well, And and, and my, my question is, and I say this kind of in jest, get Tom Brady on the phone. I mean, what's going on? <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I'm dead. To, whatever he's doing is not working.
2: Yeah, but wait, 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 wait. His body compared to Tom Brady's body, it, it's <laughs> genetics. It's
0: genetics, Gary. Well, maybe he needs to start drinking that coconut water. <laughs> All right, well, maybe but, that won't hurt. But, but, but there's but. something. There's something going on with this guy's routine. I mean, it has to be elasticity. You, I mean, I, I, I don't know how you do it.
1: Oh, it's been a question since he came in the league. We, we we could that body hold up, and and now this manifested itself in a different way. It's usually been a joint thing, you know, too much stress on a joint. This is a groin pull. I don't know what the connection is there, the you know, but it it the idea, but the very idea that he's out or to order combat yet again is not shocking. It's predictable. You turn over the hourglass, and and this is the great uh, shame. You know, not shame, but with what I was searching for, it's not no, a. Oh, it is sad.
2: It is no, it's sad. sad. It's just just always the point of the thing.
1: I mean, you know, just for him. He's a one, but start with him. Him, and he himself. He he knows he, how good he can be and how good he is, and he and he'd like to play and he'd like to stop doing this. You know, but the so it, then the trickle down from, the, from all the effect on the team, the fans, all of us as general basketball fans. He's he's so special. There's nobody like him. You know, he he he, he, he's, he occupies a, t- a, a stylistic role that nobody else in the NBA does. So you know, we miss having him around, and and they were playing well. So, really well. They're a game out of first place. Yeah. So Guerrero the on the line. And, 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 and yeah, and and the uh, skinny guy hasn't been playing. You know, my I call him a skinny guy. You know what I mean? And, uh, and so. uh
2: Ingram, yeah. 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 So, anyway. I mean, Zion's been so good lately. So yeah. That's yeah, the that's saddest so. part of this is as a team, they've become relevant, which we were waiting for, right? We were waiting. Yep. He's been, by all accounts, a good teammate, where a year ago at this point, remember, people were questioning whether he was a good teammate because. He wasn't around his team. I I think it was J.J. Redick came out with that comment publicly a little bit that Zion needed to become a better teammate. Um, And Zion's done all all the above. Uh, And, man, is he a great kid, guys. Like, when that came out, I think we talked about a little bit last year. When that came out about him questioning whether he was a good teammate, I've never been so shocked. Uh, Never. Never. Because I've been around him a bunch. And, man, like he is – Always smiling, always upbeat, always accessible. Just everything about him, he was awesome. And uh, so I I honestly, I feel bad for the kid right now because, but I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I I felt like Zion and Chad Holmgren were the two guys in the last 20 years that I've covered that if you had said to me, hey, you know what? They're probably going to be hurt a a good portion of their NBA careers.
0: Those would have been the two I would have listed. Well, hopefully they find a solution and they keep them in the game. But I just, I was like, get Guerrero on the line. and you know, <laughs> just, just stretch, baby, stretch. Yoga, get to a yoga class. Gentlemen, a pleasure. We'll do it again next week. Jeff Goodman, Bob Ryan. I'm Gary Tangway. Thanks for checking in with the Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, Tangway along for the ride. Zoom podcast.